Hello, and welcome to I Love It, Don't You? The podcast where friends share with friends, whether they like it or not. I'm Elizabeth. I'm Kim. And I'm Janelle. And uh, today we're watching my pick that actually these two forced me to make them watch. <laughs> I have no um, idea what you're talking about. <laughs> it's... <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so here's the the skinny here. These two have been binge-watching uh, Supergirl, which I have not watched. And because they saw Barry Allen from The Flash on that, they wanted me to make them watch The Flash. He um, was adorable. He was adorable, and I don't blame you at all for wanting to watch The Flash, but I am mildly a purist with this because I wanted them to watch The Arrow first, mm-hmm. and then Flash and then but that's just too much to ask of them apparently because (laughs) whatever anyway it is so the flash is as i said an arrow spinoff and it's about the origin of the speedster superhero flash um who is barry allen um and when he when we start the series he's a young csi in this fictional city of central city when he was a child, Barry witnessed his mother being murdered by a man who was just, like, encased in lightning. Barry's father was convicted of this murder, though, um, because nobody would believe Barry or his father. Um, so Papa <laughs> Papa Allen is uh, sent to prison for murder, um, and Barry ends up being taken in by his best friend Iris's father, Detective Joe West. So, as an adult, Barry is basically searching for the impossible to help prove his father's innocence. Um, And then he comes face to face with the impossible, though, when he finds he has super speed after this freak accident where he's hit by lightning. We watched the first five episodes. I'm the only one who has seen everything except for Kim, (laughs) Um, who, well, why why don't you uh, enlighten us as to your current standing with Arrow and what you think of it, or not Arrow, of Flash and what you think of it. Um, So I really enjoyed The Flash and I caught up to present day rather quickly. (coughs) Three seasons. Um, (laughs) Two full seasons and five shows in present Uh present season. Uh, I did, at the time I started watching, I believe it was two full seasons and four episodes in present day, three episodes and then the next year, I don't know, whatever. and I did all of that within a week. <laughs> and yes, I really, really, really liked it. Um, I think it, it will become one that, you know, I go back to a lot and I will. Um, and Barry Allen is precious beyond all belief. And so, yes, yeah, seeing him in Supergirl, I wanted to see more of him. And I was not disappointed. So I am glad that we forced you to force us to watch it. We did. We, <laughs> it was a good call. <laughs> Well, I mean, it was totally on my list. I just wanted you guys to see Arrow first. Mm -hmm. Because, I don't know. And also, if you watch Arrow, this is a very different show from Arrow. Elizabeth's nodding her head. She's seen at least a little bit of it. Where are you at in Arrow? Okay, in Arrow, I'm in season three. And I'm currently rewatching it after I've finished um, The Flash. I haven't caught up to present day like Kim. But I did watch the two seasons that are on Netflix. Yeah, so I really enjoyed the first five episodes. I'm excited to talk about it today. So I'm going to ask a really bland question, but because I have my own very important point to it that might guide this entire thing, or it might just fall flat. I don't know. Um, Who is your favorite character in this show? (sighs) That's a hard question. (laughs) (laughs) I think 
I really love Barry. I know. Th- I think she has. A, I, I'm going to talk first. <laughs> no, I was letting you talk first because okay. you already know my favorite character. Yeah. Um, I think Barry is my favorite character just because he's so adorable. My favorite is Joe. Joe is the best. Um, and also my favorite relationship is Joe and Barry. Joe. 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 I love you, Joe. Joe. <laughs> he just, he's the greatest. And the way he takes care of Barry always. Yes, Joe's my favorite. Okay, see, that's where I was going. Joe is absolutely my favorite part. And I actually have a, a, a quote to go along with it that really, to me, shows why this this show is like so set apart from so many of these I have a secret identity show mm-hmm. um, because a lot of those they get so bogged down like even I'm a huge Spider-Man fan mm-hmm. like I really like the the first two uh, <laughs> of <laughs> Sam Raimi's trilogy um, but it does get annoying that like Peter Parker doesn't tell anybody it gets like he has so many troubles because he just doesn't tell anybody who he is and i get the motivation behind it but i think this show is very very fresh um because of joe because not a spoiler at all really joe finds out in the second episode in the first episode in the first episode in the first episode okay joe finds out in the very first episode that that uh, uh barry is the flash and i think that makes that makes the entire show because he has somebody that he already respects who already has a little bit of authority over him mm-hmm. and somebody that just he loves pretty well unconditionally he acts like it's conditional but it's so not conditional <laughs> like he loves joe to death and i think that's kind of what steers this but the the quote that i love is um from the second episode where <laughs> Probably Wells. the first time I oh wait, Wells, okay, no, never mind. But oh, tell well, me. Wells is talking to Joe, um, when Joe's been like really ticked off at Barry, I forget oh, about yeah. what. Oh, yeah. And he says, um Wells is saying to Joe, he doesn't think he's capable talking about Barry. Mm-hmm. Doubt is his real enemy, Joe. Not whatever's lurking out there. As long as you continue to doubt him, he'll continue doubting himself. Mm-hmm. And it's like Yes. Yeah. Joe is the key to everything. I think Joe is the reason why this show is so upbeat when you compare it to so many other, like, uh, uh, superhero things and especially to Arrow because mm-hmm. it is not pulling teeth out to, like, have somebody important in his life find out about him. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. I've literally gone on, like, an hour-long talk with myself I about this. <laughs> I've been having this conversation with myself a lot the last week, too. Yes. Um, so Joe's fat. I mean, we can just talk about Joe for an hour. And I'm we could, let's go. Uh, but, you know, I completely agree. Like, that was one thing is the show could have easily had Joe not find out and then that be a source of tension mm-hmm. because Barry's running around because um, he, yeah, it could have just easily been a source of tension versus Joe helping to, nur- to nurture this and... Um, being there for Barry and one thing I have noticed is the the Flash is a lot more free with telling people that he's the Flash like even in later see, like it's because you haven't seen Arrow yet um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> good lord he has an army yeah yeah continue sorry but well but it just seems like like there's you know people who he decides needs to know for certain reasons and it, it just does seem like he's not as like guarded with the secret as some other people are in superhero universes right 
what did you think of? Wait. Okay, no, go ahead. <laughs> Can I, I want to comment on this. Like, I totally um, agree with you guys that I really love that uh, Barry has Joe to lean on, and I really like seeing the second time around that I watched the first five episodes, I really did enjoy seeing how that relationship kind of um, evolves and, like, seeing them interact, especially when uh, Joe, <laughs> Barry, uh, it's in the first episode, and Barry is trying to tell Joe that a man who supposedly died in an airplane crash is actually alive. And Joe is like, Barry, it is time for you to stop, like, trying to no. believe in the impossible. It's, it it's so rough because he really, he gets personal. He was like, <laughs> he's like, your dad killed your mom and you're just making all this up. Um, and that was really hard to watch. And then at the end when he's like, I believe you, you know, mm-hmm. like I finally believe you. And he's like ready to help him uh, with his dad and everything. I really did enjoy that. But it bothers me so much that Joe like forbids Barry and Barry doesn't tell Iris because he doesn't. That was going to be my question. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to ask your question? No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. With uh, your it bothers me so much. It irritates. I'm like, I don't want to be, a de- I don't want to be so negative, but it irritates me so much because I don't believe that it's actually protecting her. And I think it's one of those cliches and super, it's still oh definitely hearing yeah. one of those cliches and superheroes that I'm like, so over like it's not protecting her in fact she's just putting herself in harm's way which is just a source i mean like shows need conflict so like i mean i kind of get what the writers are doing it just after seeing so many superheroes uh go through that kind of storyline it's just really hard to like watch and then she goes through the whole cliche of like falling in love kind of like starting to get feelings for like the superhero but not seeing barry that way and like i don't know well does that Okay, go ahead. I was going to say, I I was thinking the same with that in some ways. I, I definitely, I like, though, that it's, that it's Joe that's saying that. Because I get that a protective father would be like, no, I don't want people coming after my baby. Especially when it's Jesse L. Martin, because that man, yes. <laughs> um, I love him. His laugh gives me life. <laughs> oh, his laugh is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Um... But, I mean, it, I think it makes more sense than normal superhero mm-hmm. stuff because it is coming from a fatherly angle and not a overly protective boyfriend or, uh, or yeah. best friend mm-hmm. or something. Um, and they they do a good job of playing this off as, like, a, a, a snowball effect. Like, if Iris would just do what she's supposed to do, everything would have been fine, but she, like... Oh, pursues yeah. and pursues and pursues and that's what makes it happen mm-hmm. you know makes like the whole conflict come about it's super annoying i think it's the weakest part of of oh. the whole series mm-hmm. plot line or season plot line um but i get it more with this than with most yeah uh ones and mm-hmm. i think because it is a side thing and not the main like it, he's while iris is somebody that he goes to for you know comfort and everything like barry does not need to be alienating any other parental figures because one's trapped behind bars (laughs) (laughs) he needs somebody one's dead one's behind bars the other owns a gun um he doesn't need to alienate people (laughs) yeah yeah that was um yeah i didn't really like that he told barry not not to tell iris 
I I do understand why, but I don't think he was in the right. But I also like that they allowed Joe to make missteps like that. Mm-hmm. That they that he's not the per and it, that he's not the perfect person. And even his relationship with Barry is not always the perfect relationship. And you see that, I think, pretty well in the first five episodes. You see that conflict a little bit. The fact that he never believed him about the the man um, when who killed his father, uh, his, not his father, who killed his mother. Um, you know, the, the tension between Barry and him when Barry sits there and tells him, you know, you're not my father, which breaks my heart, <laughs> um, which was in episode two. And then the end when he comes, when Joe comes to tell him that they're going to, like, work on his mother's case and and find out who actually killed her or whatever. Like, that was the first time that the Flash made me cry. It was not the last time that the Flash made me cry. Uh, but so I like I like that they allowed Joe to be very human to me mm-hmm. and they allow him to, to misstep but at the end of the day you see how much Barry is his son and how much he is Barry's father and I just absolutely love that yeah that's I I think so much positivity positivity in the show comes from that mm-hmm. like my absolute favorite moment in the entire series mm-hmm is in the fifth episode. I was so happy that it was in the first five episodes because I'd kind of forgotten about it a little bit. But it's when Barry and Joe are, like, in Barry's lab and they're talking um, about him need about Barry needing to get Iris to stop pursuing the Flash. And he's like, well, you know, I told her, you know, you know, I, I, the Flash, like, talked to her or whatever. And, and Joe's just like... <laughs> Don't you think she'd recognize your voice? And then he does oh, the vocal cord thing, like where he vibrates his vocal cord. And Jesse L. Martin has the most, I know we've already said this, but he has the most honest, adorable laugh I have ever seen in my life. And I think that is the best moment that I, I think I've seen. I moment so much. Yeah, yeah. on TV in forever. Minus, <laughs> minus, uh, minus Mr. Robot. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Two completely different ends of the spectrum. Oh yeah. Um, but just, just the the fact that they have these like little side moments where it's like mm-hmm. Joe's being sassy or Joe's being like, "You must be out your damn mind," you know. <laughs> like, <laughs> and anything with Joe is just perfect because it takes it to that. It it makes it feel more like real life. It's not uber serious the whole mm-hmm. time. Um, but not only that, one of my other favorite things about Joe is that he's not some disposable normal person. You know, it's this show has a very good balance between like brains and brawn because mm-hmm. it's like neither one of them is the best. I mean, Joe and his old school detective method, quote unquote, old school detective methods and everything, they are just as important to the team. And that continues throughout the rest of the seasons. Mm-hmm. They are just as important to the team. Um, as Barry being able to run fast. Good lord. Oh my gosh. So stupid sometimes. <laughs> um, run, Barry. Run. <laughs> um, he's not Forrest, okay? Yeah. Um, and it's just so stupid sometimes. Yeah, it totally is. I, can, <laughs> I, I, I want you to finish, yeah. I don't even know if I can. I don't can. know. Um, 
<laughs> I have a okay. While you're gathering your thoughts, I have a couple because it relates directly to what she's been saying. I don't uh, even well, remember what I've been saying. Okay, <laughs> mine's like adjacent. Okay. So. <laughs> uh, one was the scene that she was talking about. Uh, I also I really like that scene because uh, like right after that. And Barry's talking about why he wants to tell Iris because he tells Iris everything. And Joe just looks at him and is like, <laughs> Okay, I have enough. Oh, and, and, and like they just have this little stare down contest for a minute. And I just love that moment that Joe is just like, I have watched you be in love with Iris and you knew what love was. Mm-hmm. And just that he's known this all along. And I just, that moment is amazing to me. There was something else you were talking about, but I've forgotten now. So go ahead, Elizabeth. Okay, so. In relation, I actually saw that a little differently because, like, I don't know how I feel about Barry and Iris. Um, because they grew up together and because they both have Joe as a father f- figure, it feels like they're siblings. And then, like, I'm really glad that Joe doesn't make a lot of comments about them, about Barry's feelings towards Iris, because it, for some reason, it feels a little weird to me that. <laughs> I don't know that he's seen that kind of like affection that she he's had for Iris, but like never said anything to mm-hmm. him about it, even though they were living under the same roof. And I don't think I absolutely don't think that Joe, <laughs> I don't know, isn't trying to encourage something bad or you know, like I don't think that Joe sees it as incestuous. I don't think that the show wants us to see their mm-hmm. relationship as incestuous. It's just me. I can't help but kind of view that. Sometimes. I, I have I have a few thoughts on that because I'm not like I'm not huge on any ship in this mm-hmm. show. My ship is the non-romantic Barry Joe. Ever that is everything for the show. Um, Janelle has lots of feelings. I can tell. So hold on, hold on. I can't talk about my feelings though. Okay. Oh, it's a major plot point. Okay. <laughs> um, one I think because we had just watched Supergirl. Mm-hmm. And so you have a situation where uh, Supergirl came to the planet when she was 12 or 13 and started living with this family. And her and Alex, who was a, a year older uh, than her, become sisters to each other. Like Absol- that, that yes. is True. absolutely what they call each other. That is how they view each other. Mm-hmm. So I think going into that from that perspective mm-hmm. to go right into Flash where you have another situation where somebody starts living with a family at 11 years old and grows up the rest of the time with them I feel like that's why because in the especially in the first season that's why I, mm-hmm. one of the reasons I I wasn't a big fan of them at all yeah oh no go ahead. Um, sorry <laughs> so I think that's one reason why it feels a little more incestuous mm-hmm. to especially in the first season like to me and you because of what we watched mm-hmm. first also one of the reasons I wasn't big on it in the first season, especially, is I'm so over the pining trope. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, guy pines for girl and whatever. I feel like they did it well because they didn't do it super creepy. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like he wasn't trying to force anything or whatever. And I feel like if he ever made, told her anything that he respected what she had to say and so I'm glad like I don't feel like it was as creepy as sometimes they are okay um but that's one of the reasons I don't I never really liked them in the first season I'm fine like there's some cute moments there are some cute moments the thing is like I don't think it's just because of Supergirl I've watched like a lot of the Fosters and that's a lot about obviously Fosters with Mm -hmm. children you know like uh two parents who 
bring, you know, like have foster children in their home and adopt them. And that's like supposed to be a family, you know, like you come to that household at such a young age and then you need a family more than you need a love interest. Mm -hmm. And like, I, it's hard. It's still just from you viewing it through that kind of lens. It's hard for me. I don't know. It's just it's hard for me to see it as anything besides brother and sister. Even though at times that I think the show does do a good job between their relationship, they do have some really nice mm-hmm. moments, and I'm like, oh, I do get some feels sometimes. But well, and I, I don't do, know. I do think the show has tried to establish like he had feelings for her Before. as a little boy. Yeah. He had a crush on her. So I feel like he never viewed her as a sister because even going into to yeah. the house, he always viewed her as something That's more. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I can understand if people have kind of an ick factor with them, but mm-hmm. I I can al- I, I can also choose yeah. to try not to overanalyze it if there's cute moments. I can al- totally understand if they have a lot of fans for Barry and Iris. For sure. I just I don't know if I can personally be on the ba- the on the bandwagon. Uh, do you have any Janelle, I, I want to hear your your chippy feelings. Do you have any chip? Well, can I get can I get a guess maybe who uh, Yeah, possibly, is? but I want to I want to say one thing okay. first though. I mean, I like you guys, I always took it to mean that Barry at the very least had a crush mm-hmm. on her mm-hmm. like when they were best friends as kids. And so I always just saw it as being really unfair. And I think because it is unfair that's why i kind of i'm a little bit like ew and also that's so human when barry is being flirty is all stinking get out in episode five when he is dressed up as the flash and zooming around her in the stupidest (laughs) way possible when he meets iris at jitters he you cannot tell me he is not flirting and it's like i really kind of like that (laughs) and hate it at the same time because it's it's psychological. He's, um, I forget what it is. It's like an, an, a principle of, of anonymity, basically. Like, when you are when you can feel um, anonymous, like, you're a whole lot more, you know, different or outgoing or whatever like that. <laughs> that smirk that Barry gives her, nope. <laughs> 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 no, sir. <laughs> you have stopped being normal Barry. And you were just being little horn dog Barry right now. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go rewatch that scene. Mm-hmm. It's so stupid, but it's very human at the same time. Like I think that it's really pretty realistic that if like it it would be really hard to not be, you know, a a, a little bit more of what you have deep inside when like you when somebody doesn't know that it's you. Mm-hmm. So I kind of disagree with you that he doesn't try to force, you know, like his own agenda. It's just that he has the mask on when he's doing it. <laughs> <laughs> but I understand it at the same time. He's creepy, but in his own little <laughs> innocent, <laughs> in his own little innocent Barry Allen way. So you were going to guess my ships. Uh-huh. Cuz I I suppose I have a few. Is it, with Barry, is it somebody who we don't see in the first five episodes? You don't know. Okay, well then it's not the person I'm thinking. If you don't know, it's not the person I'm thinking of. I don't remember. It's been a while since I watched Mm -hmm. this, Uh and I only got through the first five episodes. I I (sighs) don't really ship many people with Barry. Okay. Most of the time I'm cool with Barry being by himself. Um, I do, I 
friendship um, and a little bit ship Barry and Felicity. Oh, yeah. Because they're so dang yes. cute. But I'm absolutely fine with them just being really close friends yes. because they're great either way. I was going to yes. say, within the absolutely. first five episodes, and actually I think within both all seasons, I think he has the best chemistry with Felicity. Mm-hmm. And that is, if I if I had to choose like a favorite of who I like him with, mm-hmm. it would be her. Oh, yeah. But I know that, even though I haven't watched the Arrow, I know like she belongs to... She oh, does or, belong to Oliver. Arrow or whatever. But even Elizabeth though might beat me up if I say different. <laughs> even though I'm all about Elicity, um, I still think that Barry and Felicity are so adorable together. And I think it's because both of those actors and characters are so likable and I think I could end up chipping either one of them with anyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? I was gonna say that's um, the love interest <laughs> that that we've seen. <laughs> Felicity and Diggle. I could see it. <laughs> you know? I like it. Oh, God, that'd be funny. <laughs> but I also want to talk about... I don't... Oh, crap. Oh, I don't remember. I was just going to say, the love no, interest that we've seen with Barry, like, I haven't, like, hated any of them. I thought some were cuter than others. Uh, mainly the one that comes along in season two. I think that one's pretty adorable. It's adorable, yeah. Uh no, one of the people that I do, I kind of ship him. Yeah, I ship him. It's I have I need to watch this over with. I always said that I shipped them before, and so I still ship them. I guess uh, is Iris and Eddie. Mm-hmm. And what I really liked going through this first five episodes again was that like I liked Eddie this time. The first time through, I did not like Eddie, and I think it was because you're not really supposed mm-hmm. to. Um, they don't give you much of a reason to. Yeah. But in... Huh? No, I was just gonna... I don't like Eddie. I feel like they don't give you much of a reason to like him, but they don't give you much of a reason not to like him either. They don't give you much with Eddie. Mm-hmm. But he's just, like, kind of that stock pretty boy character, and I'm just like, I don't really like you. He is, but he's not... Like, they don't give him enough moments to get out of that, but there are certain times where he breaks out of pretty boy mold and... He's really stinking important, and for some reason, he still seems to have been just tucked into the back pocket, mm-hmm. like Cinema Sins. If you, have, do you guys know who Cinema Sins are? Mm-hmm. Um, there are some people on YouTube that go in and like um, they make trade. I think it's Cinema Sins. I might be getting my people confused. I watch a lot of movie-related things on YouTube, oh. but um, Honest Trailers. There we go. Honest Trailers. Mm-hmm. They did what they call an honest trailer for flash and you know calling out just the good and the bad and everything but putting it into like a trailer format yeah so it's got all the explosions and everything um and they talk about eddie in it like like he's forgettable pretty boy like he's they pretty much literally call him that and i'm like (laughs) no (laughs) not my baby (laughs) don't do that to eddie because Okay, um, going outside of our first five episodes, in episode six, this is where, like, I loved Eddie mm-hmm. pretty much immediately, and I had to go back and rewind and watch the, se- the, the scene a couple times. Um, Barry is just, like, <laughs> feeling all defeated because his old, like, elementary school bully is now a metahuman <laughs> and is, like, trying to beat the crap out of him. And so... Uh, for some reason, I forget the details, but Barry and Eddie, like, go to punching a punching bag. And, like, Eddie gives him a lesson on it. 
and it's the sweetest, most adorable thing. And if I remember right, that that's also when Eddie kind of tells him, tells Barry about his background. Yes, yeah. That's real. Really? That's Yeah, the actor whose name I completely forget at the moment. Um, he's actually from South Africa. And he was kind of from, like, a little bit of, like, if I remember right, in a f- affluent family. Um, but they moved to this area, and he was put into, like, a boarding school. And he was just complete social outcast because everybody just thought he was going to be, like, some stuck-up jerk or whatever. And so he was bullied a lot as a kid. And so they took that part of his of his real life and, like, put it into that little speech in the character and everything. Um, and I just, I don't know. I think I it's adorable. I, I think Eddie is, like, very underappreciated and, and underutilized. I really, no, I, I remember that and scene. And he's pretty. He's pretty. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that scene, and I remember really loving that scene and his little backstory. And then also, like, encouraging Barry. Like, he's always, I mean, like, he's all, I feel like he's always nice to Barry. He's like the Cedric um, Diggory of the show. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, Kill the spare. Uh, oh gosh. But, I, yeah, I really like that scene between them. Um yeah, maybe on rewatching I'll feel different mm-hmm. about him, but I still, even rewatching the first five episodes, I'm still, eh, I can take or leave him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, but I don't mind him and Iris together, mainly because Iris was not one of my favorites in season one. Yeah, she, my my bottom three characters of season mm-hmm. one were Eddie, Wells, and her, mm-hmm. and so. Like, I was like, yeah, I'm fine with you being together because I don't necessarily ship you with Barry, so I'm good. Like, that doesn't right. bother me. <laughs> yeah. I really liked their relationship, though. I thought they were really cute together. And even when they're having to, like, sneak around in the first five episodes and be like, mm, detective. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think they're really cute. I did, I did like, the way that Joe was so ticked off and, like... <laughs> Oh yeah, pouty about it. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, so one uh, relationship that I like, like this is in develops towards the end of season one and the and season two, but Joe and Cisco's relationship because like Joe just gets so much joy out of Cisco sometimes, <laughs> and you get to hear Joe's laugh, <laughs> and I just freaking love that. I okay like uh, earlier you were talking about how everybody has different strengths like I forgot everything like uh, Cisco's an engineer and Caitlin's into biology and then Joe's like um, classic detective I really appreciate that they have everybody have a different skill set so that someone is always in the room that's like okay now explain that science to me like joe does that a lot I was gonna say, okay. <laughs> and i really need that <laughs> i really need someone to explain what cisco's saying or what caitlin's saying and i feel like they do i was gonna say that that's background. one thing i think they do use joe as is they use joe as the everyman for the audience yeah. but he's not dumb he's not no. dumb but at yeah. the same time like the science and stuff like that's not him that's not me like and so you know he will occasionally be like Okay, I have no idea what you're talking about. Tell me what you're talking about. Like, um, and this doesn't give anything away, but it's just in a recent episode, like, Joe's line was something along the lines of, I don't understand what you're saying, and I don't care what you're saying about the science. Like, and I, because I emailed uh, Elizabeth and I was like, 
in which Joe is me. (laughs) Because I feel like I've said something along those lines to Janelle, you, and Lauren. Yeah. Well, it's my qualm, because I actually, I do not enjoy part of that aspect, because (laughs) there are things, like, re-watching these five episodes, I've really realized... There's crap that Barry should know. He is a CSI. Yeah, he right. should know some of these biological things. He's like, what? No, I don't. I don't. What are you talking about, Caitlin? And it's like, dude, yeah. you protect people. <laughs> you should know that you went to school for this. <laughs> they, they, they very much stretch it with some of these. So, like, I get the concept. I appreciate yes. the concept, but they don't really do it very accurately a lot. It, it doesn't work as well when it's Barry, because, yeah, Barry should have a lot of this background. And right. Whatever, but it works very well when it's Joe, the cop, coming in, mm-hmm. and these people are, including Barry, are all talking about science, and I don't know what the crap you're saying. I don't really care. Can you explain it to me in a way that I understand right. and give a crap about? Right. <laughs> well, and it's two things though like they they do it in such a way that that joe doesn't seem dumb because Mm -hmm. he has there's a lot of other shows where it'll be like that person is just there it makes them you know makes less of them Mm -hmm. because they don't understand but this like joe proves his worth a hundred times over you know for every time that he doesn't understand something um but at the same time, they're not accurate. Like, people, not just with Barry, but, like, people who should know things mm-hmm. oftentimes don't know them. And people who shouldn't probably know things do know them. <laughs> <laughs> like, and they just, they immediately have, like, an answer to everything. So maybe that's what we should lead into. Plot holes. <laughs> <laughs> Barry's metabolism, guys. Let's talk about Barry's metabolism. I love his metabolism. Like, <laughs> I'm like jealous. That boy gets captured a lot. I literally have it in my in my notes. Boy oh, gets captured okay. and then in all caps a lot. I'm sorry you'd be dead by now half the time <laughs> because he's like supposed to be able to burn through alcohol in like three seconds and stuff like that. Uh-huh. No guys, like he'd constantly be shoving like chipotle down his throat or something. Yeah. That's but a good yes, point. yes. What was there anything that irritated you guys with this show? Because I love it to death, but there are times where I just like do the eye roll and sigh really large. <laughs> there were some, but some of it comes later, so I don't really dang it want to get into <laughs> it. I'm trying to think, and I think there was something that stuck out in the first five episodes, but I don't think I wrote it down, so now I don't remember. Well, one of the things that we brought up in text, unless you have something, Elizabeth. I don't have anything. Um, that I really didn't want you guys to talk about was how they store the villains oh. in the pipeline. Because you're right. You didn't want us to talk about it? I didn't want you to talk about it Not in in the text. text. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, that's a huge plot hole in it. It like, is. Now, now they do they do resolve it later, um, by like it's this is not a spoiler, but they end up like retrofitting like the prison that's nearby Mm -hmm. so that it can store these people but in the meantime they're storing these villains within their own facility there are no bathrooms no bathrooms and they completely subsist on like big belly burger (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna say they do um like in one of the shows and one of the first five shows they do mention like how like the 
the freeze ray gun gets out or whatever. It's not called freeze mm-hmm. ray, but whatever. <laughs> That's what it is. Um, like, and they mention a janitor must have whatever. So you know that there's more people than just them that have access to this building. So I'm I'm yeah. thinking that they are, you know, taking the care janitor's of the janitor's job. Do you think they're like <laughs> That's the man, or they're my yes the jan- one of the janitor's jobs to go feed these prisoners. Yeah, cuff them, let them go to uh, cuff them with their special like. <laughs> Whatever like science, science better. Yeah, well, that's that, they don't get to leave their cell. I think they get to, and then like when they do need to like talk to the prisoner, I picture like, um, oh, like like a marquee sign that flashes their name, and they get into the cell, and it transports them. <laughs> All I gotta say is that has got to be like the highest paid janitor ever, if that's what he does <laughs> and doesn't tell. Like, the government or the cops, like, hey, guys, they're storing people. (laughs) It's like in a, I don't even know what you would call it. Like, the in the particle accelerator, but I don't. It's a huge plot hole. And, like, even if you factor in, you know, that they are bringing them food. Because there is a scene, like, later on at some point Mm -hmm. where Cisco's, like, bringing Big Belly Burger to somebody. Um, I'm going to need more than one scene to, like, let go of my <laughs> fantasy of how they were living <laughs> before the prison. <laughs> like, I'm going to need more than one scene. Uh, what did you all think of the introduction to Snart? <sighs> I cannot figure out how I feel about Leonard I Snart. I love Snart. He's my favorite. He's one of my favorites. He sounds and I love- like he's in a theater every <laughs> <Okay>. time <laughs> he talks. That's true. But I, I feel like he... Um, like, I feel like he has his own code that he kind of lives by. Um, he's not, I mean, he is doing a lot of the bad things, uh, but he's going to do them his way. You know, I respect that. <laughs> I was going to say, when we were first introduced to him, I didn't really like him that much. And I was like, what is Tumblr going on about? Because people of Tumblr seem to love him. Oh. And, uh, but then as, like, by the end of season two, I'm like, all right, I kind of like him. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm interested to check out Legends of Tomorrow. See, and I is he in Legends of Tomorrow? I'm pretty, yeah, Ooh. he is. He's. Uh, see, I actually am more tempted to go watch that over Arrow right now. Well, you're like the only person on the planet because Legends of Tomorrow well? is on like thin ice. I don't even care to watch it. So Snart, yeah, I just in the first season I don't care about him. Second season. A little bit. It's if he didn't have the way over dramatic voice, mm. I might be able to get on board more. But he's chewing the carpet like he's <laughs> trying so bad to be way too villainy without just being a villain. Like okay, he, that's very yeah. true. But I think it fits with I, and I kind of like the show yeah. of the Flash. I didn't know he had like a big following on Tumblr. I'm never on Tumblr, but. I, just the people that I follow. It I've makes seen, me like, feel very validated because, like, I oh, <laughs> it makes me feel validated because I loved him from like the first moment and like yeah, <laughs> it was I love at first sight. I don't judge anybody who likes him. Mm-hmm. Like that's fine. I personally, I just eh, I can understand that. He kind of he bores me a little bit. Like oh okay. I don't I don't enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Though I do like this isn't really a spoiler. I do like um. I forget what his name is, but the the guy, his opposite, his polar opposite, the opposite of polar, ah, the hot guy, um, <laughs> Mick, 
Yeah, Mick. I do. I I enjoy him, and so the two yeah. contrasts. That is kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but him by himself. Eh. Eh. Even if it is Prison Break fan service, I totally. <laughs> I'd recognize him for pre- Prison Break. I never finished that series. I I never watched it. I knew he was in it, but I never watched mm-hmm. it. Um, one more point uh, about Joe and Barry. Uh, <laughs> I think that they do well kind of evolving the relationship. Like, I don't feel like it's just the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. I feel like in the beginning there's, like, a lot of tension for a while. Then there's just some some all-out love. But, like, different things come up and whatever. And I feel like the dynamic doesn't always remain the same. At the end of the day, they both love each other as father and son. But the dynamic sometimes changes. And sometimes in season two we, we see where actually... Joe goes to Barry for advice. Mm. And I think that's an interesting twist and dynamic. And I just, I like that they seem to be evolving the the main relationship of the show because that is the main relationship of the show. Mm -hmm. They do very much remain father and son, whether or not Barry is calling him dad. There are a couple moments, I think, where he calls him dad. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's not a spoiler, but it feels so good when he does it. But you know, yeah, what it makes me think of, you guys are going to laugh at this. Our friend Lauren likes to take away people's PhDs. (laughs) 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 It's like, so when she's back, at somebody she just like in her head like calls the professor by their first name i feel like that's what barry does with joe yeah (laughs) it's like when he's not like super like lovey-dovey family with joe joe's just joe or iris's dad but like (laughs) when he when he really likes joe joe's dad yeah well i feel like the times that he's called him dad have been specifically when something very emotional is going Mm -hmm. on and he wants to show him how much he means. Ever other than that, like he has his dad, and so he doesn't call him dad. Right. But so I feel like there's very spe- he he very specifically uses dad. I don't feel like him calling him Joe necessarily means no that he's, he's taking he, away he, yeah his dad privilege. Right. Now no, <laughs> if he refers to him as Iris's dad, that probably is. Well, there is a difference between hey Joe and Joe. Yeah, there's that's true. There's there's Daddy Joe uh-huh. without the daddy, and then there's Joe. It also makes me melt whenever um, Joe calls Barry Bear. Mm, yeah, I'm just like oh, like it just. <laughs> I I, so I love them so much. Mm-hmm. I do too, and I especially I really respect the uh, the way that Joe treated. Um, young Barry mm-hmm. and young uh, and and Barry's dad mm-hmm. back in the day, like I had completely forgotten about the scene where Barry like runs away to go yeah. to the prison, and Joe's standing there in the background, and he's totally not being like, no, you can't hug your father, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. he's there, and he, I think it's really cool that that Joe is smart enough to let the kid have. A semblance of a father, even if mm-hmm. his father is in handcuffs, and um, and doesn't and he want doesn't Barry up. to see him. Yeah, like mm-hmm. that kind of upsets me a little about he- Henry. Henry is my my least favorite of his two father figures. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I really anyway. like Henry. I think he has some great intentions. I just don't understand some of his actions sometimes. Well, I mm-hmm. think Henry knows that 
that he'll never be able to explain. I think on some level, Henry knows that it was a supernatural occurrence on Mm -hmm. that night. And so he knows that he's never going to be able to make it out. And I think uh, even if, like, if you look at, at people who have been in prison, it's so hard for them to get a life going and even if even if like innocent until proven guilty and even if you're proven innocent again like you're still a lot of the time you're still screwed like yes there's people that i've seen from my hometown where it's like they've been accused of something that they didn't do they haven't been found guilty but they are ruined for life in that town and they got to pick up and leave and i think uh henry knows that even if they did finally somehow find out that he did not kill his wife, mm-hmm. that things would not be the same. He would have to pick up Barry and leave. Mm-hmm. And I don't. I think that's what motivates him to leave him with a respected member of the community who is definitely mm-hmm. going to protect him. I completely respect his decision to leave him with Joe um, and to put Barry's happiness before his own. I just wish that he would let Barry visit him in prison because... It's really important to Barry. And if Barry says he can handle it, like, I just, you know, I don't know. But maybe maybe that's a thing that, I mean, I've never been in prison, so maybe in that kind of uh, confinement, that's something he had to do for himself. I don't know. Well, I feel is that like, kind of what you're trying to say, or is it something different? Well, I mean, I feel like Henry probably knows that Barry would do exactly what Barry did, which is obsess over it to where he has a serial killer board in his his office behind a normal city map. Um, That's what people on TV shows who have a parent murdered, that's what they have to do. Kate Beckett had one about her mother. (laughs) Like, that is, especially if they work in a police department, like, they have to do that. Yeah. Yeah, It it, it is part of the TV bylaws, I believe. (laughs) I feel like Henry probably just thought that if he could get Barry to not visit him, at all or visit him less or whatever i don't think that henry expected him to never visit him but trying to not get him to visit him all the time would be a way of of helping barry just adjust to having a normal life like normal Mm -hmm. kids don't have to go and visit the only biological parent they still have in prison you know yeah and so I mean, I'm, I'm sure some kids actually have to do that. Though. I know, but like I don't the know vast majority of children um, don't. But now I'm picturing like 11 year old Barry beginning his like his murder board for his father, <laughs> <laughs> like in his room. It's really cute. I feel like and he really would have to way. ask. He would have to ask Joe, like, "Hey, Joe, when you go to Walmart, can you buy me thumbtacks <laughs> and yarn? Can you make it red yarn or black yarn?" <laughs> Whatever seems more threatening. <laughs> and he, like, doesn't oh have, like, a picture. Like, oh, that's really sad. Like, I just bi- pictured him not having, like, a picture of his father. So he has to draw oh, one himself. And then his house also- didn't burn down. It's still there. <laughs> so he obviously has a picture of his father. But now I'm picturing him, like, trying to, pic- try to draw a picture of the night that his mom died. It's just like a red circle over and over and over again. Sorry. <laughs> a yellow circle. A yellow circle. It was a man in yellow lightning. That is important to the plot. I thought it was like red and yellow. Sort of. Okay. Well, Primarily it's... yellow. 
Okay. <laughs> Primarily yellow. Don't you go confusing <laughs> our listeners. Sorry, listeners. That's important. Anyway. <laughs> it's dark. Anyway. This is why we're such old people. It's 1030 at night and we're just going insane. Oh, yeah. I'm ready. Like, I'm like, I was yawning earlier. <laughs> so, I mean, I realize you guys have, you know, blazed on through at least the first two seasons. Um, stupid question. Do you think you're going to keep watching while you rate this thing? <laughs> uh, yeah, I will definitely keep watching it. It has moved into my shows that will be rewatched and must, you know, watch as soon as they're available and whatever. So I'm totally, totally on board with the show. And, mm-hmm. and Joe, Joe has le- made it to like my list of favorite characters and yes. Best TV dads. Oh, yes. Definitely best TV yes. dads. Elizabeth? Oh, I'm going to keep keep up with it. Now, like, I might not keep as up-to-date as Kim, uh, but... That's because you don't keep up-to-date on current shows. Yeah, I don't. Um, but once it hits Netflix, I'll, I'll watch the next season. I need- so next week is Elizabeth's pick. Um, and what is it that you have decided to force us to watch? All right, I'm going to uh, choose Supergirl. Watch Yay. the first five episodes. It's available on Netflix. Find our website if you want more I Love It Don't You content. It's I Love It Don't You.wordpress.com. You can also email us at I Love It Don't You One at gmail.com. And please find us on social media and follow us. Let us know what you think. Bye, guys. Thanks, guys. Bye.